Welcome. The song of Hazinu, the, the song or the poem that uh, takes up most of the Parsha, is in Rashi's, according to Rashi's definition, Divrei Toichacha. They are words of rebuke. They remind us in, in this Parsha Hazinu, in this Shira Hazinu, Moshe Rabbeinu reminds us of certain faults and certain mistakes that we have made, and he talks about what might happen because of those faults. He also encourages us to do good by telling us of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's promises to reward us. And since that is the basic theme, it is not surprising to find the following Pasuk in the Shira. Perak Lamed Beis, Pasuk Hay. Shichais Lo, he, meaning the nation, was Shichais, he destroyed, he acted destructively, lo. Now, lo, the first word, lo, is lamed vav, to him. Lo, the second word, is lamed aleph, meaning no. So, we'll see in a moment in Rashi, that Rashi reads the Pasuk as follows. Shichais, lo, the nation acted in a destructive manner, to him, meaning towards God, lo, not, not towards God, meaning we don't cause any destruction towards HaKadosh Baruch Hu. When we act incorrectly, we are destroying ourselves. The Pasuk continues, Banov, they are, or we are, his children, Mumam. But the Mum, the, the blemishes that we have, they are our own. Dor Ikesh Uvsaltol, a generation that is Ikesh Uvsaltol. For the moment, we will translate very roughly, it is a generation that is crooked in various ways. Let's see Rashi. Shichais lo. Rashi says, Shichais lo vegomer. Interesting that he leaves out the second word, lo. He only hints at it with the vegomer, with the etc. Rashi says, Kitargumbo. This phrase, Shichais lo lo, should be explained the way that the Targum Unculus explains it, which is, Chabilu lohoin. They were mechabel, they, they destroyed to them, they destroyed themselves, lo lay, but not to him, meaning not to Hashem. So when we act inappropriately, we are harming ourselves, we are not in some way kaviyachol, if one could say such a thing, we are not harming HaKadosh Baruch Rashi continues, banov mumam, literally his sons, their blemish, Rashi says, Banov Hayu, they were HaKadosh Baruch Hu's children. But the destruction that they caused, he mumum. That is their blemish. That's their problem. And Rashi now explains it again. Uh, whether he is changing something or not is not the subject of this shear, but we'll continue to read. Banov mumum. He now repeats the same Dibur Hamaschil. And he says, Mumam shall banov their blemish, their harm, is of his children. Below Mumo, but it is not his blemish. It seems like he's making the same point. I'm not sure what he is adding with this second Dibra Maschil. But again, it seems to be the same point that the destruction and the blemish that we cause through our inappropriate actions is our blemish and our problem, not a Kodesh Borachus. 
Now we come to the part of the Rashi comments that we are going to focus on more specifically. Dor Ikesh. It is a nation that is Ikesh. And Rashi is going to explain this unusual word Ikesh, with a, spelled with an ayin. Ayin kufshin. Akum umukol. They are crooked and what is the difference between akum and meukal? I'm not sure. They are crooked. Kamo, like we find in a pasuk in the Navi, Micha, the Eskol Hayeshara Yaakeshu. Micha is criticizing some of the leaders of the Jewish nation. He is accusing them of being corrupt. And he says, obviously, since he's a Navi and a true Navi, it's not just an accusation, it's an accurate description. But he says, the Eskol Hayeshara Yaakeshu. All that is straight, they make crooked. So we see there that Yaakesh, Ikesh, Ayin Kufshin, means to take something that is straight and make it crooked. So here, Moshe Rabbeinu is talking about a certain generation that is Dor Ikesh. It is a generation that is Ikesh, so it means a generation that is crooked. And now Rashi says, Uvilshain Mishnah, and we find also a word similar to this one in the language of a Mishnah. There is a Mishnah that talks about Chulda Shishineha Akumais Viakushais. A Chulda, kind of a rat or a mouse or some type of small animal like that, that its teeth are Akumais Viakushais, its teeth are crooked and mis. And again, I'm not really sure what is the difference between Akum and. and um, but you see, Rashi is understanding that Akum and Akush are synonyms. So Ikesh means crooked. Okay, Rashi continues. So Moshe Rabbeinu is accusing the door. The, the simple shot probably is that he's referring to his own generation, to the people that he was speaking to directly. We'll see later, perhaps he may be also referring to certain other generations. But he is criticizing them for being crooked. And now the Pasuk says, now Moshe Rabbeinu says, Uf saltol. Very unusual looking word. Rashi begins with an old French word, tele, which now Rashi explains what that means. Kipasil hazeh. They are like this wick, the wick of a candle. Shagoidlin oisoi. How, how is the wick of a candle made? It is twisted around itself. It's, a wick is not just one piece of thread. It's several threads that are braided around each other, that they twist it, they braid it, and they turn it around the, the braid. There's some sort of a, I'm not sure exactly how to make a wick, but it's some sort of a, maybe you even start with a pin in the middle of it, and you wrap the strings around it, and then you pull out the pin, maybe. But it's something that is wrapped and twisted around the center. And now Rashi says psaltol. This word psaltol, menateve sakfulais. It is from that category of words that is called the teve sakfulais, the doubled words. Meaning the, you have the words, the, the letters of the shorish, or at least some of the letters of the shorish, of the root of the word, are doubled. You have psaltol. So Rashi is explaining that it's like the word pesila. So the, the shorish is pei, sav, lamed, but then the sav and the lamed are repeated. Pisal, tol. 
Kamoi, and Rashi says this is similar. We have other words that follow this pattern. Yerakrak. We have a word, Yerakrak, which means green or extremely bright green. So the word for green is Yorok. When you want to say extremely green, so it's Yerakrak. You take the you take the regular letters of the word, Yud Resh Kuf, and then you double the second two letters. So instead of Yerok, you have Yerakrak. And you have also a word in Sefer Vayikra, Adam Dom, which means something that is very red. The word for red is Adam, Aleph Dalit Mem. When you want to say that it's very red, so you take the word Adam, Aleph Dalit Mem, and then you double the second two letters, the Dalit and the Mem, and you get Adam Dom. And now Rashi quotes another word. It's from a Pasuk in Tehillim, Sechar Schar, Sechar Char. Sachar means to go around, to, to, to walk around in circles. A seicher is a merchant, because a merchant goes around to different customers. So you take the root, samech ches reish, which means to go around. Then you double the second two letters of the shoyrish, the ches and the reish. And from sachar, you get secharchar. And he also quotes another word, which is actually not in Tanakh. It comes from a targum of a Pasuk in the book of Malachim, Segalgal. You have the root of the word is Samech Gimel Lamed, but then you double the second two letters, the Gimel and the Lamed again. So from Sagal or Sagol, you get Segalgal. Well, this is a, a grammatical construct. We are a number of words that follow this pattern. Before we raise any particular questions on Rashi, I'd like to take a look at the Targum Unkelis and also the Targum Yerushalmi, who seem to explain this word Pisaltol differently. Rashi says that Ikesh means crooked, Psaltol, something somewhat similar, that it's twisted, it's twisted around like a like a um, like a pasilo, like a wick. Uh, they are both uh, descriptions of this generation to which Moshe Rabbeinu is referring. Dor ikesh uvsaltol. They are crooked and they are twisted. The Targum Onkelis translates the pasuk as follows: Dora daashni ovadohi. It is a generation that changes its actions, meaning it does not act in the proper way. It, it changes from the proper path in which they should behave. So, And they are thereby changed. They act inappropriately, and they are thereby found to be inappropriate. According to the Targamunculus, the words Ikesh and Psaltol are serving different grammatical functions. They are not both descriptions of what kind of a generation this is. According to Rashi, both of them are descriptions of the generation. What kind of generation is it? It's a generation that is fat and stupid. You could use two different adjectives. It's a generation that's tall and dark-skinned. According to Rashi, the Pasuk is giving two adjectives that describe the generation. They are crooked and they are twisted. But according to the Targamunculus, the first word, ikesh, is describing their behavior or their character. 
They are They are a generation that changes its actions from what is appropriate. But the second word, describes the result, what happens to them because of that. Which is a verb. And they become, they become changed. They become different. They become off the path. And we see similarly in the Targum Yerushalmi, which is a different Aramaic translation of the Torah. The Targum Yerushalmi says, Dora ukmana. It is a generation that is ukmana, like the word akum. It is a generation that is crooked. The ashniu evadehain. They change their masim. They, they don't act in the proper way. And also, meaning and then, as a result, the order of judgments of the world, meaning the way the world acts towards them, is changed upon them. Meaning they act not in the correct way. They act in a crooked way. And what happens is now they are... Extraordinary hurricanes and extraordinary earthquakes and extraordinary things in the world happen to them. So again, the word ikesh is describing the generation's behavior. The word psaltol is not describing their behavior. It's describing the result of their behavior. Unlike Rashi, that according to Rashi, Ikesh uf saltol are both adjectives describing the, 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 the behavior and the nature of this generation. They are crooked and twisted. There is a new Sefer which has just come out very recently and which I just very recently obtained. It is called Mfeirash Vesayim Seichel. And I recommend it highly. It is, was put together uh, by the Rosh Hashiva of Aaron Lopiansky. And it is a, I'll read just the subtitle, it is an Oitzer Biurim, it is a collection of explanations al Hatayra, al pi tame hamikra, according to the tame hamikra, meaning according to what we commonly refer to as trop. And as I've explained a number of times, the tame hamikra are not merely musical notes, but they are actually a very sophisticated system of punctuation. And without going too deeply into it, partly because I would get lost, I wouldn't really know what to say, but the most important fact that anyone needs to know about the Tame HaMikra is that there are two types of Tamim. If we take all of those different little signs that are above or below the, the words in the Chumash, in the printed Chumash, that the Balkari knows how to sing, there are two categories. One category is, category is called the Misharsim. There are some different names that different Mepharsim use. I'm going to use these names. Some of them are called Misharsim. They are servants, meaning they push us forward to the next word. They indicate that this word that we're looking at should be now connected to the next word that comes after it. And some of them are called Melachim. Some of them are called Kings. Meaning, when you get to the king, that's as far as you go. There's nowhere else to go. You stop. So some of the, some of the ta'amim are called kings. They are called melachim. Because they are telling you that when you come to this word, you pause after the word. You've reached the end. Now, there are many different levels of both 
Mishorsim, and Malachim. Let's talk for a moment about different levels of Malachim. There are some Malachim that are big, that make a very big hefsek. They make a very full stop. Like, for example, Sof Pasuk. That means the end of the Pasuk. Obviously, that is a major pause. I don't know necessarily if it means in time, but it means in meaning. There is a medium-sized uh, pause, or a, or a relatively medium-sized pause, called an esnachta, which usually refers, which, which breaks the Pusik into two. So you'd have one major part of the Pusik coming before the esnachta, and another major part of the Pusik coming after the esnachta. And then there are smaller malachim, which are sort of like commas, semicolons, etc. But it is a whole system of punctuation. And in this Sefer, Mephorish Vesayim Seichel, so the author went through, I don't know, maybe something like a hundred svarim, which are listed in the bibliography in the back, and he pulled out comments that are based on the Tamei HaMikra. So on this Pusik, Dori Keshuv Saltol, it is quoted a comment from a Sefer that is called Vayavinu um, Bamikra, which I looked it up. It was written by Rav Naftali Svi Yehuda Gettinger. I'm not sure who that is. I have an idea who, my, who it might be. And it was printed in the year Tav Shin Samech Vav, not so long ago. The Sefer Vayavinu Bamikra makes the following observation. If we look at the trup on these words, Dor Ikesh Ufsaltol, particularly the, the word ikesh, the words ikesh uvsaltol. The tam, the trop that is under the word ikesh, is called a tipcha. It's a little curve that is open to the right side and closed on the left. Now a tipcha is one of the malachim. It is a stop. It's a sort of a medium, medium power, medium length stop. But it is definitely categorized by the Mephoshim as one of the stoppers, as one of the Melachim. So you would read the Pasuk, Dori Keish Uvsaltol. It's not Dori Keish Uvsaltol. It's Dori Keish Uvsaltol. There is somewhat of a break between the words Ikesh Uvsaltol. The author of this Sefer by Yavinu Vamikra posits that this seems to support the Targum and seems to be somewhat of a question on Rashi. Because the Targum, both the Targum Unkelis and the Targum Yerushalmi, they both explain that Ikesh and Psaltol have very different meanings. The word Ikesh, as we explained according to the Targum, me, it is a description of the people. They are Ikesh, they are crooked. But the word Psaltol is not another description of the people. It's not another adjective which is perhaps more or less synonymous with Ikesh, but rather it describes what will happen to the nation because of their crookedness. Targum Unkelis says, the, 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 the Targum Unkelis explains the word Psaltol, they have been changed. Their, their nature becomes changed because of their crooked behavior. And the Targum Yerushalmi says a little bit more. He says, because of their crooked behavior, the consequence is, 
Uvsaltol, which he says means Vaif Star Dinaihu Star Dinaya the Alma Ishtani Alehain. The orders of the world, the way the world runs, becomes different for them, meaning they are subject to extraordinary uh, natural disasters because of their crookedness. So the word ikesh means they are crooked. It's an adjective describing their behavior. The word psaltol is a completely different point. The word psaltol is saying what will happen to them because of that. That seems to be supported by the Tam HaMikra, that there is a sort of a comma, there is a sort of a break, a pause, after the word Ikesh. Dor Ikesh, Ufsaltol, because it's two different points. So, so claims the Sefer by Yavinu Bamikra. But according to Rashi, Dor Ikesh Ufsaltol, the words Ikesh and Psaltol are both descriptions of the people's or the generation's actions, their behavior, and they are roughly synonymous. They both mean that their behavior is inappropriate and and not on the straight and proper path. So it's a little bit difficult that there's there's like a comma, there's like a break in between the words ikesh ufsaltol. This is the question that I would like to address. To answer this question, I think we need to apply the, the, the most obvious method for answering any question on Rashi or any question on any, any text, which is simply to review the text and clearly understand what is being said. If we look at Rashi, Rashi says, Dor Ikesh means akum umeukal, crooked. Psaltol Rashi explains, does not mean crooked, if you look at it carefully. And it doesn't mean something that's essentially the same as crooked. There is, according to Rashi, a, a um, there are synonyms for the word ikesh, meaning crooked. Rashi himself uses the words akum ume'ukal. Since he is using the words akum ume'ukal to explain the word ikesh, I think it's fair to say that those are basically synonyms. I'm sure, there, I'm sure there is some nuance which separates them, but they are synonymous with ikesh. But when Rashi comes to the Pusik's word, to the scriptural word, uvsaltol, he does not say that it is synonymous with ikesh. He begins with his old French word. Okay, we don't speak old French, so we'll put that aside for a moment. But Rashi very clearly says as follows. That pisaltol means kipasil hazeh. It is like this wick, the wick of a candle or the wick of a of an oil lamp. Shagoidlin oisoi that they twist it, they braid it. Umekifin oisoi svivaisagadil and they turn it around and around some sort of a central post. Pisaltol means not that it is crooked, but that it is twisted. And I think we can understand on a very basic level, what is the difference? When we say that a person or a whole group of people are crooked, that they are ikesh, I think what you're saying is, is that they have a false perception of reality. They don't really see things for what they are. But still, they, are, they could be, and very well may be, internally consistent. They misread the situation that's in front of them. 
How do they act? They act in accordance with how they read the situation. They think X is Y, so they act in a way that is appropriate for Y. However, when you say that a person is psaltol, when you say that a person is twisted, twisted and all uh, tangled up, that means that the person is internally inconsistent. The person is not acting in accordance with one particular viewpoint, one particular perception of reality. And although it's incorrect, the person consistently follows in accordance with that perception of reality. That's ikesh, but psaltol means the person's all over the place. The person's going around in circles. An example of this could be in the matter of bitochen and hishtadlis. This is an old... Uh, an old paradox, an old problem, which is, which is it's a very difficult problem to clarify. I don't claim to have the solution to this question. But we know that there is, of course, in the Torah, in Jewish philosophy, in Musar, there is a very strong value to bitochen, to trusting in a Kaddish Baruch Hu, to believing that a Kaddish Baruch Hu controls things and takes, cares of, takes care of things and makes things happen as he chooses to make them happen, and that we need to accept that. On the other hand, there is something called hishtadlus. It is obvious from many places in the Torah that our job is not to just sit and do nothing. We are expected to go out and do certain things. Uh, even the, I mean, the greatest uh, people in our, in, our, in our history, in our nation, they, they, many of them had jobs and they... And they didn't just sit on a couch and expect, expect grapes to fall from the sky into their mouths. A person is ex- ex- expected to do certain things. That's called hishtadlis. How do you find the balance? Well, this is a question that I can't, I can't claim to have an answer for exactly. It's a very difficult question. But if we would think about a person who is ikesh, who is crooked, I would say that person would be someone who places too much emphasis either on bitochen, maybe he like doesn't bother to go to work, doesn't bother to pick up a fork to put the food in his mouth, doesn't bother to go to the doctor when he's sick, or even doesn't bother to pray when he's sick. That would be an ikesh, or a person could be an ikesh the other way around. He could have a false perception that everything depends on him. And that the more he works, the more money he's going to get. And, 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 and the more doctors he goes to, the healthier he's going to be. And, and he thinks that the, everything depends on what he does and doesn't realize that a Kodesh Baruch Hu is in control. That would be an ikesh. He has a false perception of reality and he goes with it. He follows it to the hilt. A psaltol would be someone who swings wildly from one extreme to the other. Sometimes he's the ultimate Baal Bitochen. I trust in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I don't have to do anything. I'll just sit quietly and everything will work out well. I won't lift a finger to help myself because God takes care of me. And then at other times, no, he's running and he's pushing people down and he has to take care of it. And don't you get in my way because what happened to all your Bitochen? That's, an, that's a psaltol. He's twisted. He's going around and around in circles. He doesn't know where he's going. 
It's not just that he has a false perception of reality in one direction and at least is consistent with it. No, he's inconsistent. He goes from extreme to extreme. These are two very different uh, characteristics that a person might have. And that could be why, according, even according to Rashi, there is a pause in the Pasek, according to the Tamiya Mikra. There is a pause between the words Ikesh and Psaltol. Moshe Rabbeinu is, is accusing the door, the generation, of being Ikesh. They're crooked. They have a false perception of reality. That's one thing. But now he's accusing them something of even worse. They're Psaltol. They're twisted. They're going around in circles. They don't even, they, they don't, they're not even consistent in, the, in their misperceptions. For example, um, that could be why there is a pause in between the words Ikesh and Psaltol, even according to Rashi. There are some other commentaries from, uh, from much later uh, commentators which are somewhat similar to Rashi in that they, they interpret Psaltol, Ikesh and Psaltol, both as descriptions of the door. Both, they are both adjectives describing Klayasol or Klayasol of that generation, but they are not synonymous. They are significantly different descriptions, and therefore we can understand why there would be a pause in the Tamei Amikra between them. The Orachayim HaKadosh explains that Ikesh means crooked. But he says if the generation were merely Ikesh, if they were merely crooked, so then he says, So then the words of Torah would have been able to, to straighten out those crooked parts. But who caused the, the generation of Moshe Rabbeinu, the generation to whom Moshe Rabbeinu was speaking, who caused them to be so nishchas, so destroyed, that they couldn't be straightened out, that the, the, the wrinkles could not be ironed out, that's because they were not only Ikesh, but they were also Psaltol. And Psaltol explains the Orachayim HaKadosh means Mishazek Ba'akshusai. They strengthened themselves in their crookedness. Meaning not only were they crooked, they had an incorrect outlook. They had a false perception <clears throat> of things. But they insisted on it. They strengthened themselves. They, they, they really were, they really, they were true believers in their false perception. And he says, that Orachayim says that we, that he saw that in his own generation when he lived, which I believe was the 1700s roughly. He says there are mini apicorsis. There are various types of apicorsim that, that, that were around in his generation that they, of course, were ikesh. They were crooked. They had a crooked outlook on things. When a person comes and tries to straighten out their, their wrinkles, so koshem. But the apikorsim, what do they do? They are mischazek. They strengthen themselves in their crooked ways. They, they double down on their false perceptions. They refuse to listen. They not only refuse to listen, but they say, oh, no, no, what you're telling me is really just another proof to my, to my apikorsis. 
So that's what it means, according to the Rachayim HaKodesh, Ikesh Uvsalto. The Nitziv explains, he understands that this, this, uh, this epithet of Dor Ikesh Uvsalto is referring to the, to the generation of Chorben Bayasheni, the generation of the, at the time of the destruction of the second Beis HaMikdash. And he explains that they were hoylech be'ikshus. They went with crookedness. V'toya miderach ha'seichel. They strayed from the intelligent path. That's ikesh. But they, they were also mifutal. They were psaltol. And he explains, mu'urav u'mesubach masim toivim im masim ro'im. They were all mixed up and twist and, and um, tangled in good masim, and bad masim. He says, Basher hara l'shem shemayim. They would sometimes even do what was bad, they would do it l'shem shemayim, meaning they would do what was bad, thinking that it was good. I think what he's referring to is the very well-known Gemara in Meseches Yuma, which talks about the reason for the destruction of the first base of Mikdash, and the reason for the destruction of the second Beis HaMikdash. The first Beis HaMikdash was destroyed because of Gili Arayas and Shvichas Damim and, and, uh, and Aveda Zorah, the three cardinal sins, as they are sometimes referred to, of, of immorality and murder and idolatry. So it's just all bad. It doesn't mean every single person was bad, but I mean there were simply just some very bad sins that were prevalent in that generation. However, regarding the, the Mikdash Sheni, the Gemara says, Aval Mikdash Sheni, Shohoyo Oiskim Betero Uva Mitzvahs, that at the time of the second base of Mikdash, when the people were Oisek Betero Uva Mitzvahs, they were learning Torah and they were busy doing Mitzvahs, Uva Gemilas Chasadim, and they were busy doing kindness to each other. So Mipnei Machorav, the Gemara raises the question, if they were doing all of those good things, why was the Beis HaMikdash destroyed? So the Gemara answers, The Gemara gives the famous answer, it was because of because they had a baseless hatred of each other. Whatever exactly that means, what I'd like to focus on here is the, the first part of the Gemara's statement, that the people in the times of the second Beis HaMikdash, they had a lot of good in them. There was Torah, there was mitzvahs, there was gemilas chasadim. The problem is it was all mixed up with other unsavory characteristics. It was mixed up with certain bad actions, such as sinaschinim. It was a, a whole entanglement of, of good and bad. That's what it means, according to the Nitziv, upsaltol. So again, ikesh means one thing, saltol means something else. Yes, it is true, they are both adjectives describing a particular generation, but they are quite different, and therefore we can understand why the Tameh HaMikra puts a little, some sort of a comma, or some sort of a, some sort of a short break in between the two points.